hope you're well and I hope your week's been going great. How you doing? It's your girl Candice and I am back. I am just jumping straight into it. No intro today. You know what we're about. This is the Feels Podcast to catch those feelings. Yes. And you are here because you like news, motivation and discussion about mental and physical well-being. Yes. And so you also want to hear more about what my life is about. Yes. No. Did I, did I hear someone say no? Yes, is the answer to that. Yes, so um, I've been working really, really hard. So that's why I missed you guys last week. I'm so sorry. I know two episodes, Wednesday and Sunday, I didn't produce either. But I'm back. And what I've been really doing was working with the organisation that I work with called She's Clove to go into schools and talk about further education and employment so I'm really sorry I was busy doing that and I was working on on my business and so I am back and I am going to commit Wednesdays and Sundays by hook or by crook I will either record the day before or I'll record on the day as I usually do so um here we go here's me Today's message is all about black culture in literature. Connected with that is our wellness tip of the day. I found out that the brain doesn't die as we get older. It's a myth. Yep. So stop telling your grandma she's having a senior moment. It's not true. She's just not using her brain enough. The brain is just like the leg muscles, the arm muscle, your heart to an extent. You have to work it. So, apparently, we can change the way our brain works as we get older. So, I'm getting older right now. I'm only 23 years old, but I'm going to have a birthday soon. So, then I'll be 24 years old. So, I will be getting older, just not as old as some other people. So, yes, I see you making a comment there slyly that I'm a young person, but my brain can have a senior moment. So, how do I improve my brain? One way is to learn poetry, read, do things that require you to use different parts of your brain at the same time or individually. So, I'm going to give you guys the challenge of learning a poem a week. Try just one poem each week. It is found in studies that the brain actually regenerates and new cells are creating every day at the same rate as when you're 20 and when you're 70. So there's no excuse. You can use this quick and actually quite fun way to learn something new and keep your brain nice and young. Today's news. First thing in the news that I woke up today to find out there's a woman called Jackie Dole Price. Yes, who's Jackie Dole Price, Candice? Well, she's the first ever minister for suicide prevention. The UK government have acted because of scary figures brought forward in studies in the last year and record numbers of children between five and nine who are suicidal or who have had suicidal thoughts. 
It's really scary to know that a child at only five could be thinking thoughts like this, but it's also for us to be very wary of judging their situation. We don't know what kind of place they're in and why they're having these thoughts, but it's really good to know that our government is trying to act on this and setting up prevention strategies. It's a mental health day, so maybe like a birthday for the Fields podcast. Next bit of news is it's World Mental Health Day and corporate businesses are looking into how to help their employees stay happy and have good well-being. There are many initiatives that have been put in place to help employees either be monetarily more happy so that that boosts their interest in work and happy employees. Next bit of news is it is World Mental Health Day. Companies all up and down the world are looking at ways to discuss mental health and educate one another about the importance of talking about your personal mental health. A lot of organisations can actually say that 58% of their employees do not discuss their mental health either with other employees or their manager. A lot of companies are looking for incentives either monetary or by providing extra holidays to incentivise people to be happier and take action on their mental health. Another great way to look at your mental health is to go to your GP and discuss hormone testing. Yes, I said hormone testing. I see some of you blokes saying, but hormone testing is just for infertility and mainly women do hormone testing. Well, actually, hormone testing could actually help both men and women see why they may have hair loss, anxiety, panic attacks. Yes, we're leading back to where we began, mental health. Hormones actually can show you what's going on in your brain. So let's do some research into hormone testing and see what the importance of hormone testing is. Hormone testing can show why you're feeling sad, even while you're having mood swings, low libido. So it's really important for men and women to look into it, go talk to your GP about it. This could be a great way to help your mental health. My last bit of news isn't much of a news story but an observation that all across media, be it newspapers, social media, TV, there is an obsession with butts. I don't know if it's 2018 or if I've just clued on but today while looking at the news I saw an article on a 100 squat challenge where you do 100 squats per day for two weeks. I think it's got to do with body shamming and I've got a brilliant guest that I want to talk about this with but first and foremost I want to know what you think. Why are they pushing butts and why are there so many? I think there's a lot of body shamming going on and that's why there's these obsessions with butts and constant conversation about doing squats 
but I want to have an amazing conversation with the guests I have on my list about this and I also want to hear what you have to say on this what do you think the reason for the obsession of butts and constant squat challenges is you can tweet me at the feels podcast yes we have a twitter page the feels podcast or you can email me at k-a-n-n-d-i-s-s-r-i-l-e-y at outlook.com that's candice riley at outlook.com and send in your opinions on the butt crisis We're celebrating Black History Month by talking about literature to start off with. The emotional and mental impact literature has is astounding. Seeing yourself, identifying with issues, learning your culture. That's why it's important to have literature. Black British culture in literature isn't as diverse as I'd hoped. I hoped by now we'd have a lot more variety when it comes to literature be it the storyline or what the characters do we're getting there yes and i never thought that i'd say this but the americas are ahead of us and when it comes to publishing and promoting black literature but there is a lot of good things to say and i want to celebrate some of the authors and the stories that were really good and i want to hear from you guys about if these were the stories that made your childhood amazing or if you have other books that um i didn't even discuss so when i was little i did used to listen to audio tapes and um although the child in this audio tape isn't black Um, I think because there wasn't really a race to her at the time when I was uh, listening to the tape, it was just child and I could almost imagine myself as the child having these interesting conversations and this book was called um, Polly and the Wolf. Polly was a little girl who had quite a witty response to anything that the wolf would say to her and I feel like the story was always about learning your numeracy learning your language skills but it was also had some issues of like um talking to strangers things like that um so it was actually quite a really good book for a child to be listening to um another book that I think Again, although not typically talking about black issues or black culture, was Wind in the Willow. This was a book that looked on homelessness and poverty and jobs and things like that was within the context of the story. But it's still a child's book because the characters are recognisable for children. Um, And that was just one of the things I really enjoyed as a child but in black culture and black authors my 
interests as a child were more of the books like Mary Hoffman, uh, Amazing Grace, um, Mafaro's Beautiful Daughters and African's Tales by John Steptoe, um, Vision of Beauty, the story of Sarah Breedlove Walker, um, sorry, Breedlove Walker, these were the books that as a child you could see yourself these were black little girls with afro natural hairstyles who would tell stories of their life and you'd kind of be able to walk in their footsteps because you could automatically identify with them but then when I got older in my teens it was books like the number one lady detective because they were humorous and they were witty and it was a black woman running her own business and talking about success and talking about men and talking about business and talking about law and I think these kind of characters should always be in the libraries. Uh, children of all races should be able to pick up a book and see a black female or black male as the key character in a story and enjoy it. Enjoy being taken on a journey through a different culture and understanding that this character could have been on the street and imagining this person in their everyday life. By having more variety in the library, it just brings together the community, I would think, more so it will derail some of these um, really ancient images of black people and bring forward better images of black people and um, even allow people of other races to be able to integrate black people into their stories. Um, I personally haven't seen enough of it. I don't read enough books that automatically are written to create a character of a successful black or male figure um i'm hoping that um you guys suggest some really great british black authors who are pioneers of this kind of story writing and also are great examples of stories to share with um, other people to read to their children so that their children can see actually there are books with characters like themselves um this is just me talking to you about black culture in literature in britain um i want to hear from you so there's twitter again our twitter page is the feels podcast that's t-h-e-f-e-e-l-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-e-r the feels podcast on twitter and you can also email me at k-a-n-n-d-i-s-s-r-i-l-e-y at outlook.com there's a lot happening in the world so for my roundup of what i have learned today is that the government is actually taking real measures to prevent suicide I think and I still think it only that there's an obsession with the female body 
learning two things about the body, the hormone test, and how to keep our brains youthful. I like all of this research that is available through news. And I'm bringing it to you, and I hope that I've taught you something new. Here's your quote of the day. Change your thoughts and you'll change your words. I like that. It's something I've been thinking about in retrospect to the language I use from literature, from conversations I've had, from the media. It's part and parcel with a bigger issue um, around how black women talk about themselves and the conversation came from discussing how we talk about our hair be it nappy tough ugly unuseful words that just we all think them but if we change the way we think about ourselves we'll change the words that come out of our mouth so um give that a think I think it's quite deeper than that, but that's how I've taken it on. I talk about my hair as an orchid, a beautiful and delicate flower that needs just the right kind of treatment to be beautiful and blooms every so often and looks amazing really and can actually be taken for granted when it's actually growing because it doesn't have any um, flowers on it. Um, But I quite like calling my hair awkward now because it's a lot more positive way to talk about myself and something that actually is the crown as my mother would say the crown the jewel that you've been given is your hair thank you for listening i hope you will return to hear more quotes news and discussion on wellness i've been your host candice riley please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Candice Riley, that's K-A-N-N-D-I-S-S-R-I-L-E-Y. And you can also follow the Twitter page for the podcast, The Feels Podcast, that's T-H-E-F-E-E-L-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The Feels Podcast. You can email in any um, responses to the questions I've set today to Candice Riley at Outlook.com. That's K A N N D I S S R I L E Y at Outlook.com. The questions I've set out today is about the obsession with squats, bus obsession. I would love to know what you think about black culture in British novels or literature as a whole. I look forward to hearing from you and I hope I'll see you next time.